The police brutality going on in the streets. Lord, it ain't good for you. Lord, it ain't good for me. Lord, the police brutality. Take a look what's going on in the streets. A million at least screaming, fuck the police. Enough with police who violate in the streets. We simply pray and hope and wish police brutality. Welcome everyone to Black Spinning, where we try to rationalize all things related to the culture. I'm Jay. I'm Lev. And I am Lenny. Black Splain is in the house. How was everybody's weekend? Mine was good. Um, didn't do too much. Um, watched the tournament. And um, so, yeah, that was pretty much it. Yeah. I had a great right, weekend. Just chilling, relaxing, you know, getting ready for the spring, summer season. Yeah, same here. I was, I think I was anticipating all the March Madness, um, the games itself, and oh man, the games created so much, you know, controversy. Nothing better, <laughs> nothing better to do but to talk about it. So let me go ahead and get started. Let's start with the men first, since that was the least lackluster of it. So you had, you had Florida, uh, and then yeah, was it Florida Atlantic University? Yeah, the University of Miami had San Diego State, and he had um, UConn that was in the Final Four. All those games were spectacular, except for the final game, which Connecticut wound up winning the national championship. I, I was hoping for, you know, a fl- all-Florida tournament. I think that would definitely put a shock to the system, you know, just to see teams that was very low to moderate, I mean, better yet, moderate to high seeds actually make it compared to all the blue bloods like the Kentuckys, the Dukes, the Gonzagas, you know, the major stakeholders that's usually there. I was interested in seeing how that was going to play out because, you know, they're going to make all these one and done stay extra year because now you got these smaller schools that's going to be winning this big jackpot within the national tournament. And I thought it was an interesting story, but UConn saved the day, so now that's not even the narrative that's going to be talked about so what y'all think i mean i watched a couple of the games leading up to it like i i, I did think it was it, it was okay i mean there were some competitive moments i don't even remember if i watched the final four game i don't know if i did i didn't watch the whole thing because i remember you know if it's not close i'm just not i'm not interested like i'm done i'm good so like i tuned out but um yeah I watched I watched the majority of, of the games. Um, definitely watched the Final Four. Um, I was like you, Jay, hoping for a Florida Miami, um, you know, championship. I thought that would have been really cool for um, for the tournament. Um, I think Florida Atlantic played amazing. Um, that shot that the gentleman hit from San Diego State. I mean, it was a great shot. I thought it was a good defense. Um, Florida Atlantic, you know, they gave up a a 14-point lead. Um, You know, uh, Connecticut, you know, they they won their game. And, you know, so we saw, you know, San Diego State, you know, play against Connecticut. And, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. Um, I had said that there was going to be some key points for San Diego State to be able to compete. And I thought San Diego State actually hit all of my points but I think that scoring drought that they went about 11 minutes and they didn't yeah, score, 
I mean, I, I just don't. I think they rebounded. They got offensive rebounds. You know, they didn't let the big guy from Connecticut, the seven foot two guy, they didn't let him, you know, completely take over. The Nigerian dude, he got his points. But I think that 11 minute period where they didn't score, I think that that sealed the fate for him. So. Yeah, then on the other hand, you had the women's game. You had um, the one that I missed that I really wish I didn't was um, was South Carolina versus um, Iowa. Aileen Clark, man, she, she did her thing, you know. She put up a good 41-burger on South Carolina, but she was doing that pretty much all tournament. I mean, I'm pretty sure she has the uh, overall record for women. Then it probably wouldn't be surprised if she's close to the men. And that was a great game. You know, of course, you know, there was a lot of negativity surrounding that with Don Staley's team getting so close. They could have had an undefeated season, you know, the first probably since the Tennessee and UConn days of a back-to-back undefeated season that could have made school history. But, you know, she fell a little bit short. But there was a lot of negativity within the media about that, you know. And she had a lot to say about it, you know, basically saying that, you know, she's not tolerating anybody bad-talking her team. And, you know, it kind of sets the tone to the national championship game between LSU and Iowa, which, you know, it was a lot of banter. I mean, LSU was ready for it because LSU was probably the toughest team that South Carolina faced all that year. And they only lost by like 12. That just shows you just how dominant South Carolina was. But then, you know, Iowa just kind of came out of nowhere Caitlin Clark became the Cinderella darling for pretty much, I would say, all of America, especially white America. That was the Cinderella. And, you know, the glass slipper turned, no, the clock turned 12 on them. And, you know, it is what it is. You know, she can't see them. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I didn't get a chance to see the game, but I did, after all the hoopla, I went to YouTube and you know, watch the, the, the game there. And um, yeah, that girl can shoot, man. She can, she can flat out shoot the basketball. Um, she did break um, the uh, scoring record for the tournament. Um, I forgot the, 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 the person who she passed, who she surpassed up, but she did break the scoring record. She can shoot. Um but I think when you look at the game, they scored, I want to say, 85 points. Uh, she scored 31 of those points. Um, and then when you look at LSU, that that girl, she came out and she hit 21 points in the first half. Um, she did not miss a shot in the first half. And as the game went on, you began to see the dominant play. Um I think Iowa, obviously, they run their offense through her. Now, I will say this now. Um, As much hype is made about her, and I think she deserves it, her scoring 31 points was not going to win her a national championship. I mean, the other girl from LSU came out and scored 21 points in the first half. Right. I don't know where you thought 31 points was going to get you. You know, um, I think if Iowa would have utilized other tools that they had, 
they would have beat LSU. Uh, Iowa has an extremely dominant center in the middle. They didn't utilize her. But um, I think Jay wants to talk about the, the disrespect that LSU supposedly did to um, to Iowa. So, Lo, did you see that? Yes, I did. What, what do you think? Um, it's cool when they do it. Problem when I do it. Well, of course. <laughs> of course. You know, they can't take it. You know, and, of course, people thought that it was – uh, a, a bit too aggressive, you know, of course it has to be aggressive when people of color, you know, are just, you know, just having a great time, just having banter. That's, that's what they do. But I do like yeah. how Caitlin Clark came out after the fact. She's like, look, it wasn't a big deal. That's just what we do. You know, it, it yeah. wasn't the players themselves. It was the spectators, you know, and of course we know yeah. around collegiate sports already how, many white folks are, you know? And so, of course, to them, it's like, oh, well, you know, that's not classy and blah, 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 blah. But at the end of the day, I mean, who cares what they say? They won the game. At the end of the day, your win, your championship winners now. So that's really all that matters. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she did. She came out and she was just like, I don't know what the big deal is. You know, she was like, I'm a fan of those girls. I will say this. I would like to know if there was something else that was said, because the, the the young lady from LSU who, you know, she, you know, she pointed at her finger and then like she rolled her eyes at her. I'm like, well, what is it that you're mad about? I'm like, it's competition. Exactly. You know, so. I think it's I think it's good trash talking. These aren't kids that we're talking about. These girls are grown. Let's be honest. They're in college, but they're grown. But I mean, I, I enjoy a little trash talking. I mean, let me um, just give Angel Reese, who's um, the person that we're actually talking about. She's, she's um, forward from LSU, number 10. You know, during that particular thing, when uh, Iowa was going up against South Carolina and prior to that, Caitlin was talking a little bit of trash. As she should. As she should. You know, she was, you know, she was popping her shit and, you know, for me it's good for the sport so when LSU advanced she was like okay that was kind of like newsboard material for her it's like okay we know what to do with you and then when they went up so big on them of course she's popping her stuff so you know they get a national championship ring that's what the point that the ring was and of course Caitlin Caitlin Clark did the you can't see me when they're playing Louisville and I believe it was the Elite Eight so she's kind of like, you know, representing her SEC brethren. Just throwing, I just felt like I was just throwing a little stuff back there. The big issue came with Keith Oberman, David Portnoy, all these white media people that that decided to take shots at, uh, at this young lady, calling her yeah. um, classless, some, you know, People calling her out of her name, so forth and so on. And you know, she's you know, she's a Maryland native, straight out of Randallstown. So she got that, you know, straight from B more got that age with her. She did play at the University of Maryland for two years. So I was like, dude, I don't know how Brenda Freeze let her get away. But you know, she went to LSU, got a big chip, and you know, she's letting everybody hear about it. And you know, I love it. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's true, but I thought it was a great tournament. Um, it's the best one that I have seen in a long time. So definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And hopefully all of this, you know, will lead up to a great NBA playoff season. Uh the season ends, I believe, 
on the 10th. And so the playoffs go off, you know, shortly thereafter. I know I'm super excited about the NBA, you know, personally. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, heavyweights in the East and the West. And I think it's going to be a great, I think it's going to be a great playoff season, a great championship game as well. And I think the HBCU basketball tournament, they're having some type of all-star game this weekend. Uh -huh. oh. oh, wow. Oh, that's what's up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, you know, I think, yeah, shout out to LSU. But I, what I also think, I think this does a lot for just the WNBA brand as well. Sure. Because now they have something to really look forward to. You know, you got some young up-and-comers that's coming up that, you know, I know you're looking straight, Jelani, but I'm just saying. Like, they ain't going to be in the no. WNBA. Is that what you're saying? Nobody watching that shit. I, I watch it. I watch it. I, I like watch. basketball. watch. I don't watch and I feel bad. You know, you have a problem, though. I, seriously, I mean, for real, like, I hold myself accountable. You know, I think, I think, I think, girls college basketball is way better than the WNBA. Mm -hmm. I still don't watch college. I mean, I've watched a few college games, but I can't. I, name, I can't even name a. Um, I mean, I think we have the San Antonio Sparks here, but no. That's oh, LA. Y'all got hold on. Let me see what y'all got. Yeah, see, I don't even <laughs> I don't even know if we have one. I think I did, because wasn't um well y'all probably used to, but um I think for me, because my wife, she also um she had a couple of her former students that was that played in March Madness. So Marilyn had um Diamond Wilson and she also had Gia. Um, one of her um, eighth graders, they was in the tournament, so they, they played for Maryland. So Diamond Miller, you know, they're projecting her to go number two in the NBA draft. The NBA draft? Oh, okay. Yeah, and she plays for Maryland. She's a um, 6'3 guard. Where's she really? working at part time? No. I don't know. As long as she stay out of Russia, she'd be all right. <laughs> and then, of course, South Carolina's forward. Um, um, yeah, Leah Boston, she's projected to go number one and I thought she was excellent. She could have she's been a beast for four years, so four final fours, you can't beat that. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. So how y'all feel about um Jill Biden? Jilly What you got, Lo? <laughs> okay, I'm not gonna lie, like when it when it initially kicked off, I was like, oh you know, yeah. It, it it wasn't it wasn't in good taste, but you know I definitely understand. Like, I, look, you're not going to give me to have no no Biden slander. I am a 100% diehard, you know, Biden supporter. I don't think it was malicious. It wasn't malicious intent. It's just that the optics weren't great, you know. And she did walk it back, like almost like immediately. But by then, it was just too late, you know. Like the internet had internetted. <laughs> And it just like got out of control. They always do, don't they? It yeah. got out of control. Now I will say this though, for the young lady to say, "Oh, well, we're not going to go to the White House," like that's a bridge too far. Like, what are you doing, fam? Like to go to the White House after winning any championship, like that is an honor, and you cannot say that. And that's in the school actually did come out and say, "Like, you can't speak for the team and say what we ain't, what we are, and what we are not going to do." You, you don't get to decide that. Like, if you don't want to go, you don't go. You stay home, but the team is going to go. So, you know, at the end of the day, they're going to go, which they should go. And, you know, this will all blow over. But I, I, I definitely see where people were offended, but it wasn't that deep. It really wasn't. 
Oh, yeah, it was the first time that a losing team got invited. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> but so, I, yeah, I think what she was is that like these are two female teams. I, she's an educator. I think that she really. I don't. I, I don't know that it was like, oh yeah, we're going to have them both there at the same time. You know, like that they're going to share the spotlight with you. You know, she didn't say that. She didn't get into specifics. She wasn't detailed. But at the end of the day, you know, it's the perception. Perception matters. And it just didn't go over well. And a lot of people, you know, like I said, they took it as if, you know, it was some racial overtones to it that, oh, well, this is predominantly, you know, white female team, whatever, whatever. I mean, we can't say where intentions were, but I honestly don't think it was malicious. I just don't. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good, that's a, that brings up a good question. Do you think it was a little, because of the time that we're in now, the climate, that it's a, it's a lot of hyper energy when it comes to this race relations and we just kind of took something that could have been honest overboard? I mean, when it comes to race relations, when it comes to gender, when it comes to sexuality, I think that, you know, you can pick apart anything, you know, you can make something out of nothing every single time if you get enough people to pile on then it becomes a thing and that's yeah. what the internet do they pile on and they create a bigger issue out of really nothing and so unfortunately yeah. this young lady's getting caught up in it because you know like i said she's making which i understand she's seizing the moments and opportunity for her to kind of stay in the spotlight but it's like i mean enough is enough already like okay we got it move yeah. on but you, if you were smart, you would go to the White House with your team, with your team, and celebrate that victory because that's what it's about. You saw her and John Morant celebrating. Is it real, for real? I did. Yeah. I, I saw it. Yeah, he's weird. Like, I mean, like a bug, yeah. <laughs> no, the funny thing about it, they had another picture on the Deepu where he's supposed to be at the strip club. With money on top of a stripper tomorrow. That's her in fifteen twenty five minutes later. What? Wow. I mean, and that was just out of pocket all weekend, man. Wow. They they've been completely out of pocket. But speaking of people that's out of pocket, um Donald Trump got a rain, baby. You know, he came, he did his I heard that he didn't do fingerprints because they already got his fingerprints. So I don't know if this well, I don't know if it's a photo because so there's no mugshot. I was hoping to, to see that, but they was trying to say that they didn't want to take that because that was only going to boost his popularity. <laughs> this is CNN talking that, that nonsense this morning, but I was wondering how, you know, he came in. It was massive coverage. They're showing his freaking plane landing in LaGuardia. First time I ever seen anybody land in LaGuardia and make it downtown in 10 minutes. Okay. In in New York traffic, <laughs> only Donald can do that. And then he came back home to a pep rally. So go figure. This freaking guy. I, I, I think, you know, it was just a, you know, just something to do. It wasted a bunch of taxpayers' money. Yeah. You know, it, it inconvenienced a lot of people and nothing's going to happen to that man and he knows it, so... You know, maybe maybe they are trying to, you know, make it so he can't run for president. You know, but I don't know. The man might win again. Well, it's certainly possible. I mean, I think that people need to really, you know, stay alert and stay aware, not just of Donald Trump, but of the Republican Party. What they're doing right now is really dangerous. Like people need to really, really get educated about what is happening. 
You know, they're really trying to destroy democracy. What's happening in the state of Florida and what's happening in the state of Tennessee right now should be on everybody's radar. It is scary. But Donald Trump is a circus. That's what he does. You know, he's a grifter. He's making a lot of money off of this. But I think that what the government is doing is that you have to set a precedent because I don't think this is necessarily about Donald Trump. It is about the country in general. No one should be above the law. And if we can do what we said that would never be done in the history of this country, which is charge a former president, then that means, you know what? Look, you know, all bets are off. Now, from this point forward, it's not like it has never been done before. It's been done. And and, and, and it sends a message to whoever else, like this is certainly possible. Now, we don't know if he's gonna be uh, convicted. We'll see how this plays out. But I will say though, Georgia, Georgia is where he needs to be very careful. Uh. Georgia, Georgia, Georgia. And New York is just doing a test run. Wow. Yeah. No, nah, I agree. Better pay attention. Tennessee and Florida is dangerous right, right now. Oh, and North Carolina. I'm telling you, these people, yo, like what people think won't be done. People thought that they would never overturn Roe versus Wade. What you think they won't do? They're trying to do it. They're trying to do it, yo. It's scary times out here. Especially if you live in a red state, I would be very concerned right now. Very concerned. I mean, the NAACP put out, you know, they were like, look, for black folks, you may not want to travel to Florida. And that's real talk. And I know I got a trip going to Florida. I really feel bad. I'm like, you know what? I, damn it, man. And, 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 and to be honest, I don't even feel safe going down there. I don't. Florida's out of control right now. You know what I'm saying? They, these white people have lost their mind, yo. Like, you know, and, and when people are afraid to, or, or you know, secede in power, they, they get dangerous. They're gearing up for DeSantis uh, or Trump DeSantis ticket anyway. So it's leaning, it's trending that way. But DeSantis if happens, then that's going to be scary. Trust me, uh, DeSantis is way more frightening than Trump. It's it's scary. I mean, what they're doing in terms of like trying to pass these these gun laws without no freaking permit, and what what is in New York? I know Texas has is, is Texas doing something similar down there. I know um, North Carolina. Well, they dogs are down Florida, here when it comes to guns now. Tennessee. Yeah, they have. Uh, it's called constitutional carry. They have it. That's not cool, bro. I'm like. So we so anybody can just go get get a gun. What are we doing? What? Nah. Yeah. I would never be going back to Florida again. I'm telling you that. Like this is almost like a protest visit. Like, God damn it, I won't be going back. No, nope, don't feel safe. So Lenny, how you that constitutional carry, how is that working San Antonio though? I mean, man, I'm gonna tell you, you know, I've been here for almost eight years and I've never seen just open gun laws the way that they have them here. Like, um, so we have a gun show here. They used to have one every other Saturday here. You could buy a ticket. You could go in. You could get your gun. You know, um, here, man, you can just go in the parking lot, and they set up in the parking lot, and you can just go out there buy your gun. I want to say maybe a year or two after I moved here is when Walmart took the guns out of Walmart. I don't know if they still have them in you all's, but you could go in Walmart and they had AR-15s in Walmart. 
um and everything but um yeah it's it's a little it's a little scary we had a gentleman here the other day maybe maybe monday he put a um a air tag in his truck somebody stole his truck he and he he killed him Mm-hmm. You know, you know, it's funny that you said that because I just said not too long ago with all the thefts that's happening in DC. I said people better watch out because that's probably yeah. the thing, like for real. You know, like yeah. it's dangerous. Yeah. What? And then we had the um, wow. and then of course you know the uh, we had a lady. She was um, outside of the school waiting for the school to let out, and while she was waiting, she saw some dude out there with a bag hanging around the school she confronted him she had a concealed carry license she confronted him the police came and they opened up the bag and he had guns and ammunition inside of the bags and stuff so wow that was a citizen's arrest Mm -hmm. i don't know about that one yeah yeah. the air tag though that's crazy yeah that happened here too so yeah i mean and you know stuff like that hey you shouldn't. I mean, look. I'm sorry. I don't feel bad for people that happen to end up in a situation where you're committing a crime. There's a similar, well, not a similar situation, but there's a thing in D.C. where a 17 year old was shot and killed by United States police. Uh, we know while he was in a a stolen vehicle, granted oh, he was asleep, you know, with a gun. I don't feel bad. I'm sorry. Like that's just my first. Like I'm very conservative when it comes to like law and order. You know, like you called me a Republican on that, but I'm, I'm sorry. Like. <laughs> committed the crime like what so the kid was asleep in a stolen car he was asleep in a stolen car had a gun so they were they were trying to devise this plan to someone had called it in basically of a suspicious vehicle you know ran the tags whatever whatever so he was asleep it was about nine o'clock in the morning and i guess when they were trying to gain entry in the car he woke up and then he tapped on the gas the officer was like you know the, the body cam video was released but he's like hey you know stop the car whatever whatever and then he said you don't stop i'm gonna shoot and then like literally seconds later then he shot and killed him but oh well i'm sorry you know then his mom's all up on tv oh my son well where was you at when your 17 year old son they come home on they told me he's a good kid i mean i'm sorry like i'm not doing that i'm not doing that like there has to be accountability here folks and we can't say that every situation is going to be like a george floyd situation because it's not it's not like we're not going to do that we're not going to do that some people are criminals and you get what you get yeah yeah. just like the little 13 year old boy who was out four o'clock in the morning and a citizen you know shot and killed him oh well his mom's like oh well that was my son lady Come on, tell me he was a man of the house. Girl, that's why he was out four o'clock in the morning. Yeah, my um my wife, he used to um go to Glen Park. So my wife actually knew him and wasn't the most model kid. Well, of course, I'm not surprised. Yeah, he was he actually kicked out. Allegedly he was kicked out of that school and he went to DC and mm-hmm. that's where he was doing crime, so always playing not everyone is a victim is my point not everyone is a victim yeah. some people no we, we, we totally get it actually have ill intent and and you know i'm sorry just because you're black i'm not gonna feel bad for you LB, what's, what's up what's up man can y'all even see me yeah i can see yeah. you perfectly 
Yeah. Why can't I see you all anymore? I don't know. Oh, yeah. Okay, there you go. Okay, I'm back. Okay, cool. You bite? <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> Can you hear us, though? We only talked about March Madness and stuff, so now we're talking about Trump and guns and all this violence and stuff that's going on. Right. I just wanted to ask, Lindy, did you, you got a gun? Yeah, I do. I kept one. Um, okay. I have it, and um, but I don't you know. Carry I don't no okay. no I don't I don't carry it I'm a I'm a firm believer man like I'm on the fence with it because I'm like you know if I carry the gun like first off it's heaviest all get out you know if I carry the gun you know does this does this change the way I look at situations right you know? it might change your attitude yeah yes. is it gonna change is it gonna change my attitude is a is a simple argument now going to escalate because I have a weapon? You know what I mean? Um, I know at any given time things can happen and people will say, well, you know, if you had your gun, you know, it, the situation would have been different. But, you know, I'm like, I'm going to just rely on me being a good dude and staying out of people's way. Yeah. And, um, you know, I keep it here in the house. Now, a lot yeah. of people don't agree with that. I mean, I live alone. It's right. just me and my two dogs. Yeah. I don't lock my gun up. It's loaded. Is ready to go. What? Yeah, because I'm a, I'm a firm believer in if it ain't loaded, you just got a a, um, a paperweight. Basically, you know, you got a yeah. doorstop. So, yeah. yeah, my gun is loaded, and um, yeah, but so 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 you step through that front door, you do got a different attitude. Yeah, like you, if you come Without, in my home, you know what I mean. Old. And you, you, I live on the third floor. Uh, you okay. know, I live on the third floor, so I don't have anywhere to retreat to. Yeah. You know, I'm yeah. not gonna jump off the balcony, so okay. oh. <laughs> right. or I'm, I'm ready to rock, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, as you should be. Yeah, you know, um, but yeah, that's yeah, but I do I I had two. I had a um a rifle and a handgun wow. and then I got rid of the rifle and then the, the, the handgun I don't I don't put it in my car or nothing like that. So yeah. I, mean, I, I just feel like it's it's an issue, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. Cause if, a, if a police officer pulls me over mm-hmm. and um, cause like here <clears throat> um, on your license plates, it'll tell if you have a concealed, a concealed. Oh. Yeah. And so. Maryland does too. Huh? That's good. Maryland does too if you have your uh, CCW. Oh wow. Yeah. So if you, if you pull me over Smart. and you ask me for my safety, mm-hmm. give me your gun. I'm not gonna give you mine because where where does my safety lie at that point? Right. You know what I mean. So right. I just don't want it to be an issue. You know what I mean. So. But but see that would terrify me as a black person armed. You know, just uh, yeah, just getting pulled over by the police, man. Like I I don't trust that. That is what mm-hmm. I do not trust because I mean you know Philando Castile is a prime example. No doubt. You know, and he, he yeah. did everything by mm-hmm. the book the way that he should have done it, the way that it should have mm-hmm. been done. And yet he still right. lost his life, you know. And unfortunately, we don't get the same access and privilege, you know, that, that white people do. And that's just the reality. There are two Americas in this country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, in the house, really I one do. one America. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in the house, I do, but... Yeah, you come over here. I mean, I, I mean, I put it up. I'm, I'm not. It's not like, oh, let me go get my right, hanging out, shit, go to coffee table. But it's when I'm here alone. It's, it's within arm's reach. Um, 
um, there was a, the other night, and Jay's been to my house the other night. I get a knock on the door. I don't answer my door. Me neither. I, I don't answer my door, period. Like, if you don't call me, what? I don't answer. Right, if like, I don't you know you're coming. My... What? Yeah. I was sitting there, ain't nobody knocking on this door. You can knock on my door, and I'm, I don't even get up and look what? out the people. Don't you know even acknowledge um, it. Exactly. So they knocked on my door, whatever. I didn't answer it. They knocked again. I didn't answer it. So they knocked again. Oh, wow. Three times. And then they left and they went downstairs. Oh. So I heard them knocking on the door downstairs or whatever. So then, um, like 10 minutes later, they came back up to my door what? and was knocking. So I looked out the peephole. I see a girl standing in front of the door, but my peephole kind of wide. I could see somebody standing off to the left. Oh, whoa. This broad gonna tell me she was like, "Oh, I'm here for you to deliver your Uber Eats." B, I ain't mean. never ordered. Uber That's Eats. what I'm about to say. Because if you had ordered, you'd have answered. Exactly. Yeah. They so they was trying to. Wow. So I told them I was like, "You better get the away from okay. my door, or whatever." But yeah, for yeah. a second. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah people, crazy. people. Yeah, people out here they tripping, man. So. But, but first of all, like. I mean, that happens more often than we think. And I don't understand why people answer the door. Like, it happens to me all the time. Right. When I live in an elevator building, I'm like, no, I'm not answering no door. You know? Yeah, people right. invite, you know, people people invite, invite stuff into their, exactly. into their world. Who like, I mean, who's that? No. Yeah, who's that? Why are you knocking at my exactly. door? Knock on it. People are very trusting. Very too trusting. I'm like, I don't acknowledge it. I'm, like, I'm not expecting nobody. Amazon didn't say that the package was on its way, so nah, I'm good. Right. Yeah. 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 So Yeah, I, I'm not um uh, I thought about getting my concealed carry. Um, but I don't know. I'm still on the fence with it. I think my I'm pretty much in the same vein as Lenny. I don't like the energy because I feel like carrying a gun, the energy, you bring that type of nonsense with yeah. you. Very rarely I even go out late at night unless I'm going to a you know, some, grab something to eat, drive through, and back for some reason. Right? Yeah, I think it's a, I think it's a huge responsibility <laughs> because absolutely, if you, and a lot if you of go it. out with that thing, you know what I mean. Yeah. You go out there with that gun, and let's just say you you go to some type of outdoor event, mm -hmm. a fight breaks out, mm -hmm. you getting your ass whooped. What you gonna do? Your gun falls out. They take your gun. Mm -hmm. Like you gotta be ready. Like yeah. So nah, I'm I'm good. I'm good with the whole taking it out. You come up in my house, yeah. But That's if we right. out, like, you want to steal my car? I'm not gonna hunt you down and shoot you. I'm, yeah, yeah, I agree. Like let that shit go. I mean, this I'm not doing. I'm not going to jail behind an argument or you know my car or you her know what feelings. I mean. Well, her we had feelings. an incident. We had an incident a month ago. You know how the guys get together with the little car clubs or whatever. They mm -hmm. go to it and park their car. So this this kid, well, he was, I guess he was grown, but he was probably like 21, 22 or whatever. He had a red Dodge SRT charger. And it's on video because everybody going to pull out their, their cameras or whatever. These two kids are trying to yank him out of his car. Everybody's around watching this. They trying to steal him, take his car from him. Um, they yanking him out, yanking him out, yanking him out. Everybody's laughing and stuff, and then laughing. you hear boom, boom. He shot and killed both of them. As he should have. 
Low, low with the shits, boy. Right. I mean, Law and Order. Wow, I'm wow, West. That Law and Order and Justice. I don't play that. Yeah. Absolutely not. Sorry. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Then your mama gonna be crying. I mean, I get that, but I mean, you should have thought about that. And I'm not saying it's all on the parents, but I mean, it, th- that's your child, a minor. That's your responsibility. And I know that you can't, you know, track your kid everywhere they're going, everybody hanging out with. But still, you know, it's not society's responsibility, not the school, the government, to raise your children. We're not doing that. It's your job. You chose to have that child. I don't even feel like the government is government's responsibility to clothe, feed, and house that child. That's your responsibility. Uh oh. My tax dollars shouldn't be going in. What I do, you know. what I'm saying? Ooh, That's low, on you. low, low shaking. American. Low we got options now, boy. I'm just saying, we got options. You chose to have that baby. It's not the government's responsibility. Period. That's just why I, I ain't gonna touch that. that one, Jay. Very concerned. Yeah, I'm gonna leave that so. one. I'm gonna leave that one alone. <laughs> This podcast get out, they be like, "Ooh, they chauvinistic." Ooh. I swear what I said. Hey, I, I stand with you, Law. Okay. <laughs> they were saying that last week, so <laughs> you know, I thought I was one of our best ones. It's not so, a real opinion, yeah. but that's some real shit. So, hey. yeah. I stand with you, mothers okay. out there. Okay. Yeah, I stand yeah, with mothers. But, you know, I stand with kids. the mother. Raise your kids, dads too. Them, I love you. Well, yeah, and dads too. Yeah, raise your goddamn too. kids, man. I love the mothers and fathers. How about that? Yeah, I love them all. I love parents. I'm one. I like them.